Hey guys, welcome back to the AA podcast. Podcasting from my office, two dogs in here again, so I'm sorry if it's loud in here. But let's talk about the seven apps that I use to run my life. Now, what does that actually mean? It doesn't mean like to do my laundry and drive me places. It's like my content creation, podcast, business life. I mentioned in the last episode that the next, like, that there's gonna be three in a row that are kind of about content creation and organizing that and creating systems for that because that's actually randomly something that people just happen to know i'm really good at and always want to pick my brain on (laughs) it's like i don't know i think people just know these things about you they know what you're good at even if you don't say it (laughs) so here is the thing i'm obsessed with keeping things simple this means that i rely on apps instead of people to keep my businesses and stuff like that simple. And I try to use the least amount of apps as possible. This isn't always easy because like, I don't know, you know, you just, this 2020 or whatever, you can't run, you can't have one app and never anything else. But I use only a few. So hear me out on what they are. And I hope that one or two of them work for you. So if you listen to my last episode about how I managed to outsource very little and do everything myself, some of this will be a deeper dive into that. So let's get into it. My first one, and I've talked about before and I talked about on the last one, let's get it out of the way, Asana. Asana is my favorite project management tool because it's simple and it's cheap. It's a really great free version. It's really good. And I honestly recommend most people can get away with that. It's the IKEA furniture of project management software. It's super sleek looking. It's very basic. It has a very nice, simple app. And I have one Asana account to rule all of the accounts that other people would probably have. One Asana account holds everything to do with my day job and how I communicate with my colleagues. The same account has all of my personal life to-dos and everything to do with the podcast schedule, my social media schedule, and any tasks to do with the membership site that I run. Asana allows me to create tasks and set due dates for everything, and I can publish on Instagram from inside of the app as well, which is why I use it as my social scheduler instead of something like plan. It's not that I think it's better, it's just I don't have to have as many apps. It's not automated, but if I'm in there every day anyway, and it saves me having another app, I'm just going to use it. And there's something like there's a plus to manually publishing each post through. It's not manual. doesn't mean like I open Instagram and put it all together. It like you just have to hit push from the, um, the Asana app. But I think they're all like that anyway. So really it's like one app has every single tiny little thing I have to do in it and it helps me stay connected to what the hell is going on in my day across the board because it shows me everything I need to do in one day in a glance 
and what's happening tomorrow and the next, this means I can tell if I'm overstretched in one area and how that could impact other areas. It's hard to tell if you have a lot to do in your side hustle one day, and that actually might impact your ability to show up at your day job. So keeping my whole world inside of one platform it allows me to not screw up anything and to feel like I'm being successful because I'm not like logging in and seeing that I have this to-do list here and this other to-do list here and they're not working well together. I'm one person. I have a lot to do. So it makes sense that all of my to-dos are in one place. Okay. The second one is Mighty Networks. Hannah and I have a recent episode about Mighty Networks. If you scroll back a few episodes, I actually dive deep into how I use it to run my membership, the AJ Society, and she uses it to run her membership, the female-founded community, which, you know, we, we will eventually be doing more stuff together in. Mighty Networks is basically everything that I need in a membership community app software thing. I have the middle tier program and I'm excited to be at the point where I need like the higher up business tier because I'm holding out for that. But yeah, Mighty Networks, it like allows me to restrict access until I'm ready to open the membership so I can close it and open it and I can make all different types of plans and different bundles and custom sign up links and free trials, everything. It's also super clean and very aesthetic and I'm pumped to upgrade to that business tier because then I can integrate with MailChimp and other types of reporting and analytics softwares and Mighty Networks also gives you really good reporting and I just don't have that one yet um, because I haven't finished growing into it but that's another reason I'm excited because there's room for me to grow. I know I'm not like going to reach a point where I need to migrate to another software. Like it's, it's perfect. I have actually put a link in the show notes to trying for you to try Mighty Networks. Um, use my link because it helps to support the podcast when you do use our link, but also because I just think if you want to start a community and you want to do it off of the Facebook platform or whatever, such a good idea because you can also do a f- like a free membership and a paid membership. Okay. My third app is MailChimp. MailChimp houses both my website and my emails. It's in the beta phase for that piece of the software, the website part. It's like the first email provider i think but their website portion is in its beta and i'm an early adopter of that so it's not super amazing but it's definitely good enough using mailchimp as my website and email provider means i have less apps i don't have to have mailchimp and like a wix or squarespace and that means i don't have to fiddle with apis and integrations to get the website and the email form to communicate with each other and it makes it more worth upgrading to the premium membership. Uh, sorry, mail. The, yeah, the premium membership of Mailchimp. It's a lot easier to manage my website and emails, and it's only fifteen dollars a month. So it's like saving me where I might want to have Mailchimp and pay the premium for a different website. So it's a good deal right now. And I assume that they're working towards having a more robust website feature long term that they can charge more for. So. I'm hoping to be grandfathered in at my price and that, yeah, go try it out, guys. It also, the other thing I like about MailChimp is that it allows me to sell paid products in there and it helps me process the payments by 
integrating with Stripe, which is super great because I'm starting to get into selling some additional products on my website outside of just my membership. However, I have used Mighty Networks to, to sell things other than just the membership and that works too. But being able to sell on MailChimp without having to have people like go to a different page is really awesome. App number four is because I am a podcaster, so it's SoundCloud. It's such an easy tool and with the pro version, I can upload a lot of content. Because I have the AJ podcast and I upload exclusive podcast episodes for people inside of my membership, it's great because I can just use one app and have private playlists. So I appreciate that simplicity. Um, and I think it's really cost effective when you when the podcast is such a huge part of my business and it's only like $144 a year or something like that. Then number five is Canva. Oh, and I should, don't know if I mentioned this, but with SoundCloud, like the pro version allows me to schedule things in advance. So I don't, I can do it all once and then like set it and forget it, which is really helpful for allowing me to move on with my life. Okay, back to Canva. I use Canva even though I'm really well-versed in Photoshop and Illustrator. I have found that Canva has like these, it's basically done view templates. And like I had said in that last episode, when you're not trying to make a Michelangelo, who cares? Just use the templates so much faster. And I have the pro Canva so that I can access more of those templates and graphics, which means that I have to spend less time searching for options and I don't have to outsource to a designer. I'm all about the free versions whenever you can get away with it. So do that for as long as you can. But if you're continuing to make content on a regular basis, getting the pro version is just really helpful because you get more um, elements, photographs, templates, just like more options that helps speed up all of your decision making and inspiration and shit number six we use gmail mm-hmm. don't know if this counts as an app but gmail and google drive that is where it's at for cross collaboration saving everything to the cloud all that good stuff and then number seven um i guess i should have done this up there in number five or something and looped the podcast apps together but it's zencaster this is how i record and produce my episodes i sometimes use more robust editing tools um, depends if the episode calls for it. And I do have the skills, of course, to edit. And I used to edit all of them myself. But when I was tossing up between like, oh, wow, I'm getting to a point where I really need help editing the freaking podcasts. I, re- I was like, well, why don't I try upgrading to the Zencaster Pro and see what, like how it helps me and how it speeds things up for me. And so, yeah, at $20 a month, it's a lot easier than hiring an editor and does a really good job of doing post-production edits to audio quality which is fun so it actually produces better than if I had done it myself and I like to do it that way because it means no back and forth communication with another like an editor or something like that so yeah that is basically the seven tools that I use pretty sure it's everything racked my brain That is how we get everything done content creation wise. And yeah, if you listen to the previous episode, you'll hear how they all come together to basically help set everything up online within like a two day period so that I can get on with my life. Thanks guys. And I hope you have a great day. Guys, thanks so much for listening today. Hannah and I appreciate you so much. 
we know there's tons of other podcasts you could be listening to. So we thank you for choosing us and we would love to be able to keep chatting with you every single week. So please subscribe to the podcast so we can appear in your playlist magically on Mondays. Also, if you wanted to contact us, find us at Adulting Advice or find us at adultingvice.com and you can submit questions to the podcast, ideas for episodes and just have a grand old chat and we would love that. See ya.